right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect anything different? Ladies and gentlemen, is this on? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the live show recap here at the Players' Championship. Solly here, DJ Pie here. Hello, Deej. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Hello. Tron here. Hello, TC. I'm here, baby. We are uh, live here. I'm going to turn up my headphones because I can't hear anything. There we go. All right, now we are good. Every player has their own unique... Oh, I didn't introduce Randy. I'm sorry, Randy. I'm nervous. Oh, it's man. live TV. I get anxious when we go live, man. There's a lot going on here. How are you, big? I'm great. I'm even better after that new intro. God, I was jamming over here. <laughs> that was pretty fire. Cody is running the ones and twos here tonight. Hello, Cody. Hello, hello. Uh, every player has their own unique style of play. It's what we love about golf. It also happens to be what we love about bourbon, like Elijah Craig, for example. Every bottle of their award-winning small batch carries a signature warm spice and subtle smoke flavor. I like to drink it on the rocks, as you can uh, see here if you are watching this live or in an old-fashioned at home. You know I got my smoking gun. I might have to bring that over tomorrow. Solly <laughs> has the smoking gun. Yeah. I might. Andy likes to drink his neat. <laughs> I, Very neat. I, I didn't Extremely even. Extremely neat. I'm actually really upset. I didn't think about it till right now that I should have brought that over tonight. But so I was trying to get his his own nickname drummed up as the smoking the sm- gun. <laughs> <laughs> Many people have been calling me that. Uh, John Rout the Bowie calls me that all the time. <laughs> Bourbon's just straight up my go-to. Elijah Craig won double gold at the San Francisco World Spirits competition last year. Goes to show you that hard work and dedication lead to great things. Whether you're watching the players at home or playing a few holes with your bud- your buddies, make Elijah Craig your signature sip. Discover the greatness within at Elijah. Craig.com slash NLU. No laying up is brought to you by Elijah Craig, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, Bardstown, Kentucky, 47% alcohol by volume. Elijah Craig reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Biggest story of the day. Is it the golden man or the sideburn <laughs> bandit? Well, I think first and foremost, is we got Randy out in Denver. Mr. Unlimited's coming to town. Everybody's buzzing out there, right? The town's a buzz, TC, but I'm not sure if that's the biggest story of the day. I would vote for weather. Expound. <laughs> well, there was a lot. There was a lot of it. There's a lot of it, uh, and and you know it it had an effect on the course, and I think Sawgrass playing it, very gettable here in the in the evening time after the delay. Uh, but it might be this way all weekend. So um, I, I'm hopeful that it's you know as as fair as possible maybe for the whole field but do we have an updated uh, forecast for for tomorrow it, every time i refreshed it it did not look good um good chance of thunderstorms you, in have, the morning have you switched to the weather bug yet because you no. were apoplectic at dinner last night so, oh my god it's gonna be a wednesday finish they're not gonna play any golf tomorrow it's gonna be completely rained out wasn't he he was he, he was, was beside he himself was. i thought he was gonna start crying I, I I did cry when I got in the car. Okay, no, it. The, just, uh, you know what the, what the one of the worst twitters is is your <laughs> weather app sucks. Twitter, well, sure, Sally, sure. I got to get you on my fishing weather app. Okay, it's, it is the most localized. It is to the to the to the foot. Every forecast I looked at from this morning on, it it nailed it. They got pretty lucky today, actually. If you, they, there was a whole band that just went south, that if it was, I, I'm sure, like 
just south of St. Augustine got absolutely wrecked today. So yeah. I, I think this was kind of best case scenario for them today. I thought the course actually played pretty decent considering everything. I mean, there wasn't just, pu- you know, puddles of, mu- of water everywhere. Of co- it is officially the backspin invitational, or as you call it, the Ripper Magoo uh, classic, I think it is. <laughs> R.I.P. Mannery. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Where's That was... That was a moment. <laughs> no, no one's ever burned hotter or faster than, than Menorie. Maybe the true Icarita. Speaking of burning hot and fast, Harold Varner, by the way, I feel like every time he yeah. has like a seven under round going, he's got a triple bogey just looming there. Only ball in the water, I think, as of the last 30 minutes of the show. I don't know if somebody else hit one in, but Harold Varner's the only ball. He goes in there at seven under, hits one in the water, makes triple. You have a th- you want to talk about the rough around seventeen? Oh, yeah, I don't know if we want to get there. Do you want to get there a, already? Yeah, sure. I'm saving that for the, the climax of the show. But okay, we can we can dive in. <laughs> I mean, disgrace. Randy, I know you're gonna you're gonna ride with us here. Just put the those preacher hands up if you if holler if you hear me. Uh, it's a complete disgrace. The caller around the greens, Cody and I were just visibly visibly upset. We were walking around this morning, watching a lot of players play seventeen, and you know, you you softened me a little bit. The hill in the middle of the green, I get it. It's you can only control your spin to a degree. I get it on when, sixteen when you're landing into a, a forty five degree you know hill in the middle of that green. I, I get that it, it's going to come back, but yeah, man, shave that shit down. Or as I you know, uh, I, I like to float out on Twitter is the, the Piowski plan. I think a lot of people are calling it would be just to take chunks out of the just take chunks out of the collar, like at, either arbitrarily or consistently. Uh, I would love to see some mini golf like uh, action going on out there. Is like, is it going to catch a tuft of rough or is it going to catch a smooth spot and just go right through the gate into the water? And and the reason I say that is half, you know, half joking, but half serious in that. Like, what about that fucking golf hole? Makes you think that you know we're talking about like a fair test of golf. <laughs> it's so it's silly. a complete amusement park. <laughs> just like just completely lean into it, man. And and I hated hated seeing some of those balls stay up because spin control is is I think like legitimately it's it's golf wonk stuff, but it's like one of the most interesting parts of the game. You hear Tiger talk about it all the time. Just, can I control my spin? Can I control my spin? And watching Harold hit those two balls in the water, I was like, yo. D- does he not like know how to do that? Like what? And the balls don't Those even really spin anymore. Awful. So these guys are getting crowned anyway. <laughs> uh, it's it's yeah. To me, it's they they could do it kind of like a chicane, you know, have it in certain spots. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, like I get it on other holes. I get it on sixteen that guys wouldn't go for it. Totally. If not, this is a Tali, purely seventeen that, outlier. Know, perhaps guys wouldn't go for it. They they might lay lay up down the left side <laughs> on seventeen. Of course. And then, well, they lay up to the drop area yeah. and then try to get on from a shorter area but if I mean, there was no like rough the there. fact that only one ball went in the water is just it's insane. It is, but it also kind of my takeaway from There's it was no it speaks to when you have a soft, 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 soft green and no wind, like literally every pro hit the hit the green. And Harold's spin spun off and went in the water, but just to speak to like skill and how much conditions matter to something, when the wind is blowing this weekend, there will yeah. be tons of water yeah. balls. Tons. Friday, we're going to have uh, the wind's going to kick up south-southwest, gusty winds, uh, 15 to 25. Uh, actually, that's Friday night. It looks like it's going to be pretty calm tomorrow most of the day. And then Saturday, 24-mile-an-hour wind out of the west and 14-mile-an-hour wind out of the north-northeast on Sunday. I saw 38-mile-an-hour gusts for Saturday, too. Hell, yeah. So out of the west is what, cool. straight, straight down on 17? Uh, out of the west would be like... No, like in off, off the, the left. left. Okay, seventeen yeah. faces north northwest. Okay, got it. Okay, big um, big. What was your uh, what was your highlight watching of the day? Uh, either the Tommy Fleetwood um, flop shot behind 
oh god i forget what hole um, tommy was in some weird spots weird today spots. Uh, yeah that was that was cool um do you trust Fleetwood? Is this sustainable? He's he's tied for the lead here at six under. Is that rhetorical? <laughs> um, no, I mean no, not really. I don't trust him at all. I, you know what? I was watching a lot of. I was watching a lot of the Cantlay, Rom, Hovland featured group coverage. Um, Hovland was really playing well, and then like completely. Gave it back coming in, uh, doubled his 16th hole and bogeyed his 18th hole, which was very surprising. I, he he looked so good and even missed a couple short birdie putts. Uh, that was disappointing to me. So, I, you know, I I struggle with like a, a huge, huge surprise, but um, I, I thought Hovling giving back three late was uh, was probably the most surprising to me. Can we talk about they're starting to steer back into it, but Hovland's chipping in short game is a, still a huge liability. I feel like they raced past, like he had one good week, and everyone's like, oh, he, you know, he had it's chipping bunker. problems. It's bunker And play. he got it figured out. But like, no, he does not have it figured out straight up. Like, he hits a lot of bad chips. The bunker play is horrendous. It's been horrendous for the last two weeks. But even when he, like, from normal chip shots, it is still pretty, pretty bad. It's his only his only flaw to this point because he rolls it great. Obviously, hits it incredible, but he cannot be trusted around the green. He just shouldn't be. He, he he can't hit it there. He shouldn't be hitting it there. Which it seems like I'm curious what the all the rain and conditions are going to do. Like Cody and I, the the shot that's going to stick with me today. We were, we weren't out there for a, a ton of time, but probably saw four or five six holes of of people playing. Watching Patrick Rogers drive it in the right rough on 14 and like both of us thinking that he hit a shot up on the green and then quickly realizing that he only advanced it. What would you say, Cody? Nine feet, 10 feet on a, a good 10 feet <laughs> was, <good 10> feet. <laughs> was just like that, that stuff when it gets wet and, and soupy and nasty, like chipping around there is going to be super, super interesting. It's going to be an interesting championship. And in right now it's probably, it's, it's going to be as boring of golf as we're going to see all weekend, all week, which I'm almost like excited about, uh, just resigning myself and letting go of like it should be firm. It should be firm. It's, it's like dude, can't it's, do it. It's not going to be firm. Let's just enjoy what we have. It's you know. It seems like from the waves, like as far as uh, the splits or the the um, you know the morning late guys, like it, it seems like it's going to be pretty fair between the two waves. I don't think it's going to change too drastically between tonight and tomorrow morning. Like the guys, like they're going to get a pretty similar experience either way. And then, yeah, it's going to get cold as shit on oh my Saturday God, afternoon dude. and then into Sunday. Wind chills That's on Sunday. I, Go ahead, Randy. I, I was going to say, I can live with today. DJ, I'm with you. You know, ha have your fun. Stop it close to the hole. But you, you got to promise me wind and, and <laughs> like some, some biblical stuff this weekend. I think Lord willing. it's going to be a wind chill of 25 on, on Sunday morning at like, at like tea times. Yes. Wind chill of 25. Chris, Chris God, Kirk's going to have to me back to the, the Midwestern mornings. They're not no one loves the wind chill more than, more than the Midwestern. Chris Kirk's going to have I'm, to give his son an extra warm. Bath. <laughs> I mean, I'm calling it now. Pull. If the wind chill is 25, they're not going to play. That will be interesting. Protect these guys. If it's below, like it's not below freezing temperature. Yet, you know, the wind chills that cold. Will they send people out? For sure. Yeah. Okay. Have to. Speaking of protection, there were some uh, some drive-bys today on the uh, broadcast. A, they, like, I don't know if they had the mics just absolutely juiced by the water, 
Uh, but every time a ball went in the water, it, DJ drop that shit. It sounded like a body going into the water. It was like at Honda. Remember at Honda a couple yeah. years ago, and everybody. I guess it's a lot of times yeah. on 15 when people hit it in right by that microphone. It's the best. Uh, Charlie Hoffman got a, a drive by. That was a little little revenge shout, if you will. Uh, I forget who they sent in the tweet in that you know asking if the Golden Man has already been talked to. Uh, is he already in conversations with the Saudis? But that was that was quick. On a, Randy, uh, I, I want to know. Sorry, we we got to pause the show here. I I want to know. I got to know your initial reaction to see the Gold Man on on screen. Of course, this uh, is the the mixed reality experience uh, that we saw out there. Is mixed reality and AR? There's two different things. Uh, that's a great question. I, I feel like I've been. What is v, where's VR fit? I feel in? like I've been living a mixed reality for the last like 10, 15 <laughs> years. I, the last fucking place I need that is on my golf coverage. But. We uh, DJ to answer your question. You know what I first saw? I first saw Sally's retweet of that tweet asking if the gold man had been in talks with Saudi Arabia, and I was very confused. My, I, I swear to God, my first thought was like, did Sally accidentally retweet something? Like, what, what is this talking about? Um, and then, uh, and then I saw the the highlight, the clip of it, and it's just. I mean, what do you say? I wouldn't be surprised if the tour tries to sell an NFT of it. That'd be like one thing if it was like brought to you by Optum or the proud partners, like some kind of weird. They wasn't even sponsored. They're just like, we're going to bring you this dude that, by the way, Trevor Emmelman replied and was like, yeah, by the way, terrible swing also. exactly. You literally built this thing from scratch and you gave him a terrible swing. It was otherwise a great telecast. Like Totally, of course. And the players always, it always is. They had a a couple things where... Before they, like when they were coming back, they played last year's final round a little bit too long. Where, like, I want to go up the, go up and down the range. You don't even need an analyst. Just go up and down the range with a camera and show me different swings of guys warming up, how they're warming up. Almost like how F1 does, the, like, pit yeah. lane before mm-hmm. that. Like, That's on a restart like that, that would be fascinating to see all these guys, how they warm up, what they're doing, like, you know, c- compare and contrast their swings. Uh, and then it seemed like they kind of came out of the gates and had to squeeze in a few totally random, like superfluous graphics that, you know, and stats that it's like, no, just like everybody's on the golf course right now. Just show it to me. And then they did, you know, like they're showing every guy in the field, it seems like. Uh, they always do. They do that every year. Seems they do, so unnecessary. They do a lot of the like, and now with that shot, we have now <laughs> shown every player in the field. Look at us. Yeah, uh, is, look who you know, did it. And like, I, I get I that get at the U.S. Open it. or the PGA Championship, where you have like club pros sure. and and you know qualifiers or whatever. But like, these are all, these are the top two hundred players in the world. You right? need to see Hayden Buckley out there. Yeah, Roger Sloan. That was that was news to me. <laughs> that one was definitely news. Uh, How about P- so, last thing on the on the on the gold guy. No, I got way more. Uh, <laughs> you were you were talking about uh, the size of his package. Yeah, he got the Norman package. <laughs> well, this is what they always said, right? About the the trophy was like it's a big. Um, they made this whole to do about how it was a big amalgamation. The face was was taken from parts of all the faces of past champions. Oh, Norman, yeah, of course, that. a record setting performance. <laughs> At the players uh, back in the day, possibly you know that's where his contribution to the gold man went. I don't. Third I don't leg, know. Greg. Third leg, Greg. Uh, Norman did not win the players' championship. He won the administrators' championship. Oh, of course, of course. What's uh, what's really tough is I feel like on this pot this here podcast we've been just like doing nothing but supporting the tour over the last two months. 
about like, hey, I don't know where these players think like all this money's coming from. There's no extra money. They they're distributing it all to the players. And then you see that it's like, fuck, man, come on, you're making us look kind of stupid. I don't know where you found the money for that, but like, you should just put that in the in the purse. They like, might be trying to create the twenty billion dollars of NFTs. It's possible. That that's possible. Gonna say. Them of, if they've got twenty billion, you can pay whatever they paid to have the, the stupid golden man made. But um, I would like to think the gold man came out of the volunteers' uh, payments. <laughs> I think that would be a, a worthwhile use of until of you're told otherwise. Planet. The I gold man exactly. lives he, he he lives in the moat at the global home. And Services he just, and he once just, a year, and he just walks over to the 17th tee from his house from his from his home under the moat. Uh, is Tom Hoagie like one of the best golfers in the world? He's a very nice player. We're, I mean, I don't have a ton to. I don't have yeah, a ton. To I think add. I think that says it all. We yeah, could be exactly. looking at if he wins, he moves to number one in the FedEx Cup. He's currently third right now. That's which that was news to me as well. It's one of the biggest stories in golf right now. Um, yeah, and, we, we've got Fleetwood and Hoagie. It's uh, minus six, and then you got Kramer Hickok. What uh, I will say about Hoagie, Cody, I know you can back me up here too. Uh, TCU Nation was out there this morning. Like he's just getting loud cheers. Guys dressed in all purple. I mean, the keeps the, the perp by the pound. The, that's what a lot of people are saying out there. That the hoagie fans are are in charge out there. What else did you see out there on site? Uh, I was you, you said to, something really insightful earlier. I would just want you. to share Well, that. I was going to allude to that. Uh, one massive, massive takeaway. I was watching the Rom Cantlay Hovland group a bunch, and uh, I mean, those guys are just really good. Uh, and you heard that. that. You heard that here first, but. <laughs> the because uh, Randy needs a, l- a lesson. In I know some of this. exactly, Randy. I can confirm Rom's super good. I know you oh, want to hear that, but I, bet it, I mean, mark him down for a T seven. Right <laughs> uh, no, we were doing a uh, Cody and I were doing a hit with uh, f- massive friend of the program, Lou Turner here, First Coast L- News, LT, LT, uh, who was asking kind of like, hey, what's you know, what's the big takeaway? And we were talking about downstairs and whether it's. COVID, whether it's just, I mean, obviously I don't like work for the PJ Tour and travel to a bunch of events anymore, so I don't actually see live professional golf all that much, and it just gets so flattened when you watch as much as we watch on TV, and just, uh, like, honestly, man, I know how stupid and pointless this is, but, like, just seeing it in person occasionally is like, God, these guys, I'm, these guys are so much better than, like, even I'm giving them credit for week to week on the podcast. It's it's like, it puts into perspective the shot to 15 feet, like how good that looks from the fairway. Like, Oh my God, dude, like that (laughs) on TV. It's like, ah, man, you're kind of cheating left a little bit on that one. And you see it in person. Like, no, that was like a perfect golf shot. Like watching, uh, the one that stuck out to me was watching 15 and listen, I know the greens are soft. I know it's early in the morning. I know there's no wind, all, all that stuff, but knowing how much I've struggled on 15, seeing, you know, now how much Cody and Ben have struggled on 15, seeing how much other people have struggled on 15. It's the pin is like kind of front, right. There's a little like kind of hummock bunker there right in the front, right of the green. Then there's a tiny shelf and then it all completely falls away. And Rom and Hovland both just step up and like hit it to eight feet on the perfect shelf and everything. And they both miss the putts. And that's where it's just like, no, that never would have shown up to me on the scorecard of just looking like, oh, he parred 15. Could have got that one maybe. And it's just actually settling in and looking at how good, you know, their their kind of forgettable shots are is is a, a good reminder that I, I probably haven't done enough over the last couple of years. So on was, the flip side, to see though, that. I will say, like, Rory's <laughs> terrible. I, would you like to expound on that? We watched him play one hole today. <laughs> That's all you need to enough, see. Enough said. And that was, yeah, I mean, like, he 
309 carry. Long left. It was the Icarito miss. Long left on one weird, weird spot to chip from. Misses Such the a putt. comfy five. Yeah. It, uh, Sometimes so that's depressing. the best way to start the round, TC. That's actually true. Probably, probably didn't make dinner taste any better, though, Randy, no, if I may say. Right. I'm that's curious true. to see how the guys, um, you know, I think enough guys, like there's probably 25 guys that haven't even teed off yet, but the guys that have gone out or the guys that just started their rounds, um, see how they had kind of adjust a little bit in the morning. And because it seemed like a lot of guys were like, they're going to have to add two, three, four yards to their numbers to account for the spin, it seems like. And it, it seems like as the day has gone along, guys have gotten a little bit better at that into 17, for instance. And I bet it gets even better tomorrow. Like the proximity to the hole will be closer tomorrow morning than I think it they was need today. to. They need to pull out, dust off some of the Justine Reed conspiracies. Just jam every pin about two feet from the back edge tomorrow. Well, I want to see hey, like how, from, how much can you control your spin? The pin on 17 was like that was tough to get For it back sure. there and keep it back there. I want to see some like eight irons to, from 130, like exactly instead of a pitching exactly. wedge. Like yes. hit, I, I Mavs Mavin nearly stuffed one to the back pin there on 17, and he's walking back to the bag and he goes to the spotter. I and I could be wrong on this, but it very very much looked like he said to the spotter like that was eight. I think it's a 146 shot. Yeah. He probably hits eight iron 169 yards. Although according to, to uh, Azinger, that you know he probably hits his eight iron 135, 140. Because well, yeah, Hovland hit a nine iron from 162, and Zinger's like oh, he's gonna have to smash this one to get it back there. It's like, dude, my carry is 160 <laughs> with a nine iron. How is this? How is this astonishing to w- you? Will you apologize for how good Lanto's shot into 17 was? No, because he, he missed rinsed it on 18. And he missed the putt, <laughs> and then. Talking about Mav, I mean Mav missed tough it. Tough tee shot for tough. Mav. Like it was almost like he was trying to go over where Bryson was going <laughs> yeah. last Might year. To take the there were some line. bad tee shots on 18 today. Sergio took it out over the water, tried to hit a cut, splashed. Adam Scott in the same group splashed it twice. I don't know how many balls went in the water on 18 today, but God damn, that's that's an uncomfy hole. Ball ball flying far because it's so humid out. It's that extreme, could be right? a, it's flying an extra yard because of the humidity. Massive validation in the film room from uh, every riding for the uh, move the tee. Back and to the left. Oh, of course, which would be great. Yeah, up on the up on top of the hill they should would be secretly sweet. do that on eighteen or on uh, Sunday. The fact that they haven't done that yet is 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 crazy to me. Also, go go watch the film room. Uh, it's a it's a two parter that we put up uh, put out today, right? Uh, yesterday, Wednesday. which yesterday. I want to ask Cody yeah. about. It looks like you're getting ready to do an ad read, though. I am. I would love to do that go if ahead. we can. I want to check in with our friends at Cash App. Cash App, the easiest way to send, spend, and save your money. I want people in the comments that are there right now. If you've got a cash tag, send it in there right now. We're, I'm not going to promise that we're going to give some cash away, but we just might. i, I got to verify with Cash App first. I was always going to send you a bunch of payment requests. Or <laughs> <laughs> send me some big. I'm going to send a Bitcoin request for you. Uh, you can send or request money from friends and family when they owe you money for dinner. You can invest in any stock or buy Bitcoin with just $1. You can settle your golf bets in Bitcoin if you want to. A little up and down week for us, but we're back on track. Comes with a debit card. You can customize it. Cash App is going to laser print it for you and mail it to you. Comes with free discounts on places you love called Boost. So you can use referral code no laying up when you sign up. It gives you 15 free dollars. And Cash App will set aside $10 for each sign-up to Youth on Course. So the more people using code no laying up when registering, not only are you getting a free $15, but you are helping support Junior Golf with a $10 donation. All you got to do is sign up. How, how great of a deal is that? Come on. That's, that's like, that's like three coffees for you. You know, three, three yep. trips to the coffee store. Maybe four. That's honestly maybe a better way to sell it. Yeah. Three free coffees yeah. if you download yeah. it. There that's you great. go. Yeah. Put it in Bitcoin. And, and, then, and a kid gets to play free round of golf. Yeah. How about Changing that? lives. Randy, I know you don't like that. I know you don't like growing the game, but... I, I think yeah, ultimately, I, as a company, we have to support it. I, know, I was looped out of these conversations. I would like to speak to Cash App about <laughs> perhaps 
funneling this money elsewhere. As our CFO, it, it, it must pain you to know that we're having these discussions behind your back. Any more word on the, the rules incident with P? Uh, yeah, it was all alleged. Uh, I, I know that some of the Capital J guys are gonna gonna ask about it here in the uh, post game. But yeah, the, the I got uh, word from an, a source that was uh, embedded with the group. I, I used that, uh, you know, uh, no pun intended. Uh, He's in there sticking his fingers <laughs> you might, in everything. You mind if I stick my finger in there? Uh, I I think I'm not sure if it was having to do with his drop on four, which looked suspect at best. He missed uh, over to the right of the hazard and then somehow dropped. Like, you know, in the fairway. Uh, and then, but I guess Webb Simpson and Finau. Uh, on four, he dropped in the fairway? Or he dropped, he dropped like way over. He dropped way over to the right. To the right, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, shout out sorry. To, shout out to Cody for putting up P's reaction to TC's entire <laughs> entire diatribe. So here. anyway, <laughs> Webb Simpson says to Finau on five green, he says, hey man, did you see that back there? And, and Finau was like, yeah, I did. And then Webb was like, should we ask him about it? And so that's, that's all we know. That's all we know. So, we're, hey, listen, see something, say something, right? Sure. It may be we're out by the time. The field. By the time you listen to this, then the information may be and out then, there. And then P flicked his ball off on. Uh, <laughs> I think it was towards the hole. Which yeah. is a which is a classic one. If any other player did that, we'd wildly celebrate <laughs> it. And I want to be consistent on that. How about I'm the pro pro flip it off the ball? I will say I've never though, seen the seven second dump visually. Yeah, they tried to exciting. blur out the middle finger. Do you have that one, Cody? It's okay if you do not. Uh, well, and then P P, uh, you know, total heat check on him. With the uh, weather delay. I mean, I thought I that know. was total bullshit. I thought it was until I realized he was in the shit over there. He got to mark the ball, and then he gets to go pick it up and then go place it. And I'm sure – and he hits it right up towards the front of the green out of what looked like a horrific place. Of course, this is all legend. This is not a – if you're watching this live on, on screen, this is not uh, anything we did. This is what happened to the Golf Channel screen from this image of him flicking him off straight into – try, they tried to ver- the visually dump it. I've they, never seen that one before. They dumped his ass. <laughs> Never TC, people are dying, dying to know if if there are any back channel communications between you and Lady J. No, no, I've offered. I I've threw out, um, thrown out a couple wine bars to go to. I know she's she's a big Shard fan. I've got a couple. Who's really, got the best Shard in town? Really nice bottles of Shard. Uh, probably down in Ponte Vedra because that's that, like all the old people down there. You know, drink drink like the Chardonnay buttery ass California Shard, the oaky shit. With the malolactic fermentation, no, but you know, I would offer up, uh, you know, Royal Palms would probably be a sure. good place. Oh, of I'm, course, I'm willing to go down to Nona Blue if she'd like. I'm willing to go to, you know, a variety. I'll even bring her to my club. Keep following, <laughs> keep following up on that. I want to, I want to see where that goes. We need some diplomatic back channels. Yeah, Cody, can I tap you in for a second? Yes, sir. I'm curious. So, Tron, you mentioned we we put a uh, film room up this week of Cody and Ben playing TPC Sawgrass for the first time. How are you feeling now that you've played it, uh, now that you've walked it, now that you've watched literally the best players in the world play it? What, what was your takeaway today? Very impressive because uh, it's not the best course in the world to try to play for the first time on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Very difficult. Especially when you haven't played on camera a whole lot. What what they showed me is like, hey, if you hit the fairway, you're, you're uh, first of all, Step one complete. How many uh, fairways did you hit? Like probably. Two? Uh, I think that's on the high side. <laughs> uh, but it's amazing. I mean, they they have complete control of their golf ball, and they know where it's going, know where to miss, and when they get in trouble, they can scramble from from anywhere. It's it's nuts. What they don't did, compound what did, mistakes. Yeah. What did Ben say about you? 
He, call, he called yeah. me like, oh. No, he said your golf whoa, game would be whoa, great whoa, whoa. for to, he's like, what I would want as an aging man. He didn't straight <laughs> call you an aging man. man. He didn't call <laughs> you an aging man, yet it can I could see how you would take it that the, way. But that's also like the the genesis of one of Randy's greatest takes of all time when Neil was pontificating about a very similar thing. Just like, you know, I'm just I can't wait, man, just to to get older. I'm gonna get really cagey. I'm gonna really scale it back. I'm just gonna I'm gonna find fairways and and Randy was like, Well, you like you could do that now if you wanted to. And like you're just not ever no, gonna do that. You're not gonna do that. And that's I feel that way about Ben a little bit. I would say I get I got a lot of messages, you know, from uh, from people around that are like, well, what would a blah 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 shoot at TPC Sawgrass? And it's like, honestly, one of the courses with the one of the widest ranges I would pitch because, sure. like, if you're off, yeah. if you're a scratch player and you're off 84, I yeah. think. Sorry, Cody. Thank you, you. Can, you can attest I appreciate to that. that. Thank you. You can attest to that. <laughs> Cody Yet, said he would be happy to shoot 76 in, in the uh, pregame. Exactly. Interview. Which is. Like a literally, like a play a little bit better, and you would have shot seventy. But that's the thing is, just like give Cody, you know. Wait one more time. Now 84. I see it's the worst golf course in the world yeah. to try to pick like a target line off of, and that's not yes. no. I had an amazing caddy, and we'll Thank maybe you. get to that part, yeah. but uh, it's not his fault, people. But that's the thing if he if he has the driver going and he has a little better like sight lines and he hits eight fairways instead of two fairways, like it, it legitimately saves him six, seven, eight shots. And you have to go around it to like really, like somebody can tell you, hey, hit it here because this is bad. But like you have to go walk up there and see it and then look back and be like, oh my God, there's so much space up here. Like if you're playing it for the first time, it looks so intimidating. I posted that picture earlier in the week from 15T and I, it was going kind of nuts. Everyone's like, oh my God, where do you even aim? It's like, well, it looks a little easier in person also, but it's all visual. Like that's the whole thing. Which was also the good part about, again, we keep pumping this film room, but that's the other the other good part about watching, uh, watching with Matt Every, who's played the golf tournament a bunch of times it's like oh 15 is not hard oh that shot ben just hit yeah it's not hard and like <laughs> he's also they, a fader they they just know? like see it extremely differently because yeah. all this visual you know yeah, like, a lot of the visual intimidation that works on you know 10 handicaps just doesn't work the on bunker that's 160 yards off the tee that cuts across on <laughs> seven for instance or on a, on 11 that you know is not even in play, but it just fucks with your eye. Yeah. Like the beginnings of the fairways are kind of narrow and raised a little bit to make the whole fairway look either partly just like, you know, hide some of the fairway and to make it look way more narrow than it actually is. We, we, were, uh, we were not ready to disclose yet, but we were shooting some content last week with some extremely, extremely good players. And one of them after the round was like, you know, had played really well, but had hit in the water on two. And they were kind of telling like, all the other players like, oh yeah, you know, I hit it in two, hit it in the water on two, and made double. All the other players are just like, oh, there's water on two. Like, yeah, I didn't even see that. And that's that's a bit like how these guys seem to attack the uh, attack the the golf course. Hey, yep. big, how'd you do your first time around TPC? I've never played my own ball around TPC, which is that that's a sore subject for him. He's played in some scrambles or some. I, uh, I had to play a scramble. Yeah, you might wrong day, big. You might not break a hundred. No offense. I would oh. say the same thing about myself. None, none taken. You know what? Honestly, this whole discussion reminded me a little bit of uh, T TC, and it sounds like uh, maybe the that and the Charleston Muni are like the two places where good luck. <laughs> Very similar, I, uh, super similar uh, tests. Yeah. <laughs> Charleston Muni so hard. We, we buried a, a very important story from today that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, oh, the putt that Phoenix. will. Female yeah. sucks. Big we'll get to female. <laughs> we will address oh. female sucking. Okay, which you guys are going to have to clarify a couple of things on that point as well. But uh, Will Zalatoris has made putt oh. the, the four footer that uh, it was the Kawa putt. 
<laughs> it. I said this on Twitter. It looked pull, like he was signing his name to with his putter. That's the perfect description. He was doing Zora. It was. <laughs> Z, Z. <laughs> it is the very much like before he hit that putt. As soon as they flashed him, it was like a. <gasps> here we go. Here we. It is one of the most exhilarating things in golf is cutting to Zalatoris, getting ready to hit a four footer. He's hitting absolute. Bombs off the tee. Which they is, showed a front view of his swing or like a 45-degree angle, and it, you get way more respect for the power he generates than you do down the line for how much he uses his body and like how much he leans and hits up on the ball. That was – I'd never seen that angle of his swing. Uh, I was just going to say I, I, of course, totally agree on the – how captivating it is to actually cut to him and watch it because we keep saying this, like Sunday has the potential to be a complete all-timer and – Dude, Zalatoris in one of those last groups Back with... 14, <laughs> we got some live music being pumped in here. I don't think we can play live highlights, so... Back over to 14. We'll, we'll cut that. We'll cut this source. We'll, we'll cut away with that. Cut the source, please. Uh, but I was just talking about how much of an all-time day Sunday could be. And throw Zalatoris in one of those last groups with, you know, $3.6 million on the line. Coming down to 16, 17, 18, trying to make some three, four footers on spiked up greens, like... Would watch. He, would watch. He's after legacy, not leverage. But he he's so freed up on twelve footers. Like his stroke exactly. looks perfect on twelve footers, and he it's, buried like a fifteen footer right after that putt. It, it might be like a so good. A Chuck Knobloch needs to move to third base kind mm. of thing here. He could legitimately like. I think well, he chipped one in too, which is could be a new strategy. Some, mm. uh, Zinger was was asking. He's like, what happens when these guys that are using the, the claw or you know, the, the both hands next to each other grip, like those grips, like what, what's the next step? And I'm like, you start putting left-handed straight up. Like that's he's what your a friend Hank used to say, he's Randy, a candidate for my that. friend Hank, exactly. This all Before goes he back got to my friend Hank. Are you still using Whoop. the cream? What was the, what was the, cream? the voodoo, voodoo cream? cream? The voodoo cream. I, can, I have used it. Can we not do free ads for Hank Ainey's pain cream here, please? Hank has um, some good thoughts on putting. What is the I've seen Randy excited a lot of times when Hank Haney gave him a couple free tubes of voodoo cream. I don't know that I've I've seen him much happier than that. That was pretty high up there on the list. The guy used to coach remember, Tiger Woods. I know. Dude, do you remember when we used to call into his show? <laughs> oh yeah, we'd be in like the Chick-fil-A drive-in. They gave us like a, a yeah. special VIP call-in line. They're like, oh yeah, just call this. Producer put you right on the air. Guys, I don't, I don't <laughs> know if Randy can, would call it. It was great. I don't know if we should say much more. We might get canceled because we're so we're so close to him. Well, that was before so you know. Listen, we didn't we we just didn't know. We didn't know all that new stuff came to light. I, this was all pre 9-11. Exactly. Totally, exactly. This totally was, different. This, this was post popsicle though. Post popsicle. Speaking of popsicles, do we want to talk about the cat in the Hall of Fame? Can well, can we talk about the sideburn bandit first? <laughs> I mean, listen, I think that's a pop culture thing. 90s are back, man. Sideburns are out. I mean, who has gotten hit up by the Everybody. So allegedly there's a barber in the in the locker room there that is carving people up in there. It looks like Hovland got got, Max got got, JT. I want everybody to keep an eye out for anyone else that looks like just got absolutely carved up right on the sideburns. So That's very, the whole thing, right? There's a barber chair in yeah, there. Yeah, of course. And they have a barber. It's like they. It's like a colonial too, right? They the barber that. chair is actually a great story. Of I think it's the chair uh, that moved from TPC or from Sawgrass Country Club. The year that they had the total oh, blow up at right. the players, yeah. the the horrendous day, the scoring average was like seventy nine or something. JC Steed lost his hat and it rolled down the fairway and hit his ball in the green and got a one shot penalty. <laughs> and players would come in after the round and sit in the chair and like tell the tale of the story. It was like having the conch shell. Like yeah. you would sit down in the barber chair and everybody would 
now we're focused on this guy. It's great. I mean, if things are too easy tomorrow and then the forecast gets gets easy for Saturday, like they might need to move the third round over to Sawgrass Country Club. Mm, that's an interesting thought. <laughs> uh, I think they're going to put the pin in that, you know, the flower island in the in the middle of 17. That's where they're going to put the pin on Sunday at the score. If they're if they're starting to threaten like 20 under, they're not going to let that happen. Uh, you want to talk about the cat or do you, what? Uh, let's, let's go down the leaderboard a little bit okay. first because I think we got to tie a bow on this. We've got Hickok, Neiman, uh, Mitch, and Honor Bond. Bond at, got uh, five all under. shot 67. They're all five under. Uh, Waco continues to play great golf. Uh, Sam Burns getting a little podcast bump potentially. Yeah, 68 for him. Abe 68 for Spoiler uh, alert. Maybe a little Abe. podcast bump coming up. <laughs> uh, Taylor Pendrith, rookie. Uh, uh, first uh, first players uh, uh, appearance there. Uh, he, he's 400 through 16. We mentioned Varner. We got a group Varner, Zalatoris, Oosthuizen, Cam Gosh, Smith. I didn't, I didn't see Varner bogeyed eighteen too. Uh, tough, tough. The, the Bowie, Rom, uh, Vegas at minus three uh, after the MLB uh, work stoppage. Uh, what did he say? That news. That news broke right as the horn blew to, to uh, we, restart the round. I think we have a comment from the Schlong, Adam Long, as well on the work stoppage, which is quote. Enough is enough. <laughs> <laughs> he back channeled with this guy Manfred and got him back to work. That's it. Well, let's get back to work, boys. <laughs> After we threatened him with a suspension, like it, exactly. As long as the players are locked out, he needs to, you know, he needs yeah. to, no, I agree. to uh, stand by it. So you want to talk fee now, Randy? I'm I'm ready for this conversation. It's not well, been good. I, I don't I don't need to talk fee now. I'm just I'm curious if you're. I, I think it would be worried. classless for us to 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 say you know anything untoward. I mean, I'm I'm willing to have the conversation. He's not playing good. Yeah, he's not playing good. I I thought you I thought you were bringing up that we made a bet and that you were going to pay it off. That's what I thought you were going to bring up. Well, we were going to. We got hit with the sideburns bandit. (laughs) We were trying to grow them out this week, and they just they disappeared. So that's I I I assume that's why you had it on the agenda. But if that's not the case, then we could talk about whatever you wanted to talk about. Oh no, I just didn't know if he's like still a good golfer or not. That is actually to be decided because I don't know that. Okay. Uh, Are you getting one, nervous? He's, he's 152nd in the FedEx Cup right now. Which there's a lot of like Dustin's like 189 in the FedEx Cup. Right Listen, now. man, you are what your FedEx Cup <laughs> number Thank says you, you are. Thank you. Are you getting nervous about the bet? The, no. Dipping your dipping your chin in the in the uh, you know. I'm not I'm never nervous about having to pay that off. What was the bet? I forget. Uh, if he wins, then you and I need to do the the harsh, the harshest we can possibly do, <laughs> just chin only for the uh, NIT goatee for the NIT. And if he doesn't win, Solly has to do it. That's like that's, shit that I would do just for fun anyway. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not nervous about ever having to pay it off because they don't pay off their facial hair bets. Oh, we'll do it. I Trust paid me. off a bet this week. You did. What do we owe you? Mutton chops. Mutton yeah. chops. Faldo mutton chops. Well, like how I I can't grow those. No, but so that I'm attitude. Sure. <laughs> I'm not sure how to pay it off. You can grow some. You can make an effort. At least I'd like to see an effort. We'll, we'll get it on the calendar. Guys, Finau's tied with Brian Gay right now. It's not good. Not a great golf course for him, but he's not been playing good golf outside of this. And I am concerned, officially. He is beating Adam Scott, though. Well, what, is, what does that mean? Not a great golf course for him. It's uh, yeah, the, the most DJ. agnostic gonna, golf course A golf course that tests just like I mean, it's not equally like, all levels of all skills in the game. It's not like where I would pick him to click. He's not like his his skills are not standing out on this golf course. Like Morikawa, we're amped to watch play this golf course this week. We're not like, oh, this should fit Fino really well. Like Phoenix, yeah, I would think so, but not sure. necessarily this golf course. Okay. So uh, the, out a, of the guys, real golf course. <laughs> out of the guys that uh, that, it, that uh, just teed off, 
Morikawa's sitting at, at like five feet away on number three for, for Bird. Uh, he bird, so that's he birdied a com- two. Comfy par there. Max, <laughs> Max is bogey, <laughs> you don't say bogey, bogey free through two as well. <laughs> He's coming. You know, so it's going to be a fun morning. What time are they going back out? 7.15. Woo. Really? We'll see, which we'll see about that. CC. That's interesting because the first time over, was supposed uh, to be at 6.45 today. And they're going to get some rain overnight. They're not done DJ with weather. And, DJ and Kepta are both two under through three. Mm. And then uh, Thomas is Peters the is, is coming out coming out guns blazing, too. He's uh, I think he's three under through four or something, he, something of that nature. Yeah, he gave one back. Okay. He's two over through six. Okay. Um, you guys want to talk Hall of Fame? Monaghan Presser, what do you want to go first with? Let's do a little Hall of Fame. Uh, I just, I guess I'll preface with two things. One, uh, I greatly enjoyed the cat's speech, and it was really, really cool to see him get a little emotional and talk about his childhood. I don't think anybody can really get enough of that. And two, it's just deeply fucking so bizarro Twilight Zone to me that the best player in the history of the game goes in the Hall of Fame and, like, nobody seems to really care at all. Because it's so premature. He's 45 and, like, I don't know. It's just... uh, It just, I think, says a lot. I think it says a lot about, like, the state of the Hall of Fame and how much people actually care about it and whether the PJ Tour should be in charge of the Hall of Fame or not. And uh, just brings up a whole litany of weird questions that just... I, I, mean, I think, are, yeah, go ahead. Are, are we in the nest? Of course. Always. I don't think anybody's Hall listening. <laughs> go ahead. Hall of Fames are kind of stupid. <laughs> like, does any Hall of Fame make you excited? I mean, I think baseball or NFL, at least there's, you know, you debate who goes in and who doesn't go in. And I think it's, like, I think it's cool that Marion Hollins finally went in. And yeah. then, and, but then they talked about her role on the in the 16th hole at Cyprus more than they talked about her playing career or, you know, the, uh, development of Tiempo or any of that but she's a freaking pioneer she yeah. didn't just discover that hole right. yeah. yeah exactly um you know but but i think it just seems so hollow because everything with the golf hall of fame seems so artificial right we're like cooperstown or canton those places seem I'm, it seems legitimate i'm, right? a, I'm not but, being facetious i'm not trying to set you guys up for an answer but have you ever actually gone through it and like done a full day yeah. oh yeah. yeah yeah okay I, the first couple times I went, like working for the tour, I used to get very geeked. And Randy, you can make fun of me if you want. I used to get very geeked about like, oh man, I got a free pass to the Hall of Fame. I'm gonna go check this out. And there's some legitimately like really really cool stuff in it. The problem is, it just like it, it seems it's the most depressing place in the world. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like such an afterthought from a like geographic perspective and where it is is not like it's not like you're driving somewhere cool it's not like you're making like a, be a road trip to like some amazing place that has some you know story place in the game and b like the exhibits just last for you know their featured exhibit that's supposed to rotate ended up lasting for I think I think that Bob Hope thing was in there for like nine years, or something like that. It's because like, like the USGA doesn't want to share stuff and they don't really give well and that's money the weirdness is like. In golf, you don't. Ha- in baseball, it's like, of course, Major League Baseball is going to run the Hall of Fame. In football, of course, it's obvious who's going to run the Hall of Fame. In golf, it's like, well, should well, the USGA the Hall run of Fame it for those exactly? It's it's, not, but it's like, yeah. should should the USGA run it? Should the PJ Tour run it? Should Augusta National run it? Should the RNA run it? Should the PJ of America run it? Should an independent body run it? All, all this like, there's just so much weird. Should the DP World Tour run it? Competition. All these country clubs, all you know. They all have their own little archive room. They all have like, it's just there's just so many competing interests that it's really hard to do anything 
like impactful or, or comprehensive, right? Can we say somebody? Somebody in the comments is saying there is a Bucky's near, which is great. And I should stop by next time I'm there, get some brisket tacos, uh, maybe some caramel corn, you know, th- things some like that. Nuts. Can we just? I think nature. I got a question nature. for you. Wait, real quick. I just want to say, okay. I think Stephen A. Smith put this perfectly. We don't care. <laughs> we we don't we don't care. We don't care. Okay, that's that's the energy but I, I have. But that bums me out because golf. And again, Randy, feel free. You can you can make. I'm I'm serving myself up here. Golf, along with baseball, should be like just lean in on complete cheese dick history. It's like it's nostalgia. It's historically all of those things should be so yeah. such an alley oop for golf. And it just the fact that they they turn it into this like depressing, empty, vacant like reverse mortgage. Well, that's empty the, like commercial that's, real that's estate the problem vibe right there. is so shitty. That's the problem right there is you know, and that's why I think it's ironic that Fincham went in, in this one with Tiger, which is likely the last induction class. I guess they'll do one next year as well, like in the current location. But they've been there twenty five years. Their lease just ended or ends next year. The bonds and. Um, but like the fact that they that fit like that's that to me is Fincham's legacy. That tells you all you need to know about the guy. His speech was fucking terrible, by the way. <laughs> uh, like it, the the fact that he tried to make the Hall of Fame into this craven, uh, you know, like like a greedy real estate play, right? Like Which it's right just... off of I ninety five in the middle of nowhere down in St Augustine, yeah. and and it's just it just doesn't make any sense. It just it, feels like like 1994 in real life just like we're gonna we're we're gonna absolutely just milk this thing for all it's worth yeah and like the the, god that hotel down there is like the most depressing thing in the world and it's like a wgc in real life yeah it's like a wgc (laughs) like personified right and and wgc came to life as a uh as a commercial real estate like like it should be called tpc tim fincham and but like the fact that the fact that that's what it's grounded in I, I also inherently would, speaks to like like what what they were after with it, what their motivations were for it, instead of just it being about the game of golf. It's like no, it's a way for the PGA Tour to flex on everybody else and I'll, make a little bit of money in the process. I would push back on like that's his legacy because I don't think anybody cares about it. Like that's kind of the whole point. It's like nobody thinks about it at all. So I think like raising purses, it's like 9,000% is probably going to be his legacy. Like the WGCs in the Hall of Fame are essentially his two legacies in my opinion because he had Tiger Woods, man. Like and he, you know, like yeah, he steered the ship and he put people in body bags. Um <laughs> You know, but but like I I don't know I just like I I just never have gotten any sense of of just substance from him on anything. It's never like I don't. He's not evocative of any anything having to do with golf. It's just about money and being a businessman. Yeah. Qu- question for you: Would you rather have the Hall of Fame entry be like up to writers or you know a nebulous vote, or would you rather do it? Take a page out of the LPGA book to where there's extremely black and white uh, point system where we know we can track all the players in real time as they reach a, a Hall of Fame standard. I, I don't know which would be more fun as a as a PGA Tour fan. Let me just make my stance clear. <laughs> we don't care. We, we, we don't. We don't care. We don't. I would answer your question with a question, which is, is your power out? Yeah, wait, why do you need lights on? <laughs> At number two... Uh, I think what's, but like, I I hate to keep like being pessimistic about this, but I I think what's so telling about this entire thing is the fact that like we don't even debate 
like who goes in and who doesn't because nobody like gives a shit. Yeah. You know, it's like but that's what I'm saying. Would a point system be more like? I don't think it's that. I think it. I think it's it starts with like the physical location, and I think moving it if it was. If it had a place in Pinehurst, which I, of it course, like, I know it used Andrews. to be, or in right. St. Andrews, if yeah. it was like a place that people were very much like, oh my God, that is a reverential thing. I can't believe like that's such a massive deal. Then I think all the other stuff follows. Then like you start to care about who gets in and you start to care about the minutia of qualification and all that stuff. But right now it's just like, like I literally was looking at the YouTube channel, just trying to watch the speeches yesterday and I saw that like Davis Love the Third was giving a speech. I was like, oh, I don't know. Is he in the Hall of Fame? Like, oh, cool. Maybe he was being inducted or maybe he's already in or I like, I don't, yeah, I don't even really know because like, who cares? And that's such a bummer when literally like, <laughs> I don't want to take it like too seriously, but like when Tiger fucking Woods is going in and like nobody cares, I'm like, God, what a waste. That seems like such a massive, massive, massive bummer. So right I think now, it, who, it, it's who hard. chooses? I'll just say it. Right now, I think it's hard because golfers' careers just go so long. Totally. But there's not like a good time to do it. And like it almost feels premature almost always when somebody goes in. Like Tiger going in, it's like, well, gosh, I hope we're not done. I mean, and that's 50 where, feels like a relatively clean spot. I mean, even Tiger alluded to it in his speech. He's like, you know, I want to thank, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Jay Monahan or 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 uh, Fincham or whoever for bumping it up from fifty to forty five, um, like who chooses? It's the they change it. I don't remember exactly, but it used to be like a. I think it used to be a panel of writers, and now it's turned into more of like a industry executive type panel that maybe contains one or two writers on it. But uh, good question that just came in from Eric uh, Thielen. Will Scheffler get inducted when he hits the eligibility age next I year? I just I hope people are into it. If he does, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. You know, he is undoubtedly going to be. In it there. was cool. To, I mean, like I think. Different from years past, it seemed like some players actually went, like JT yeah. and Bubba and Spieth and uh, my guy Mackenzie Hughes. It there. actually helps having it at the players, right? Like yeah. if you want to do it Wednesday. It was in the, the global home too. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. at the Hall of Fame. It was in the global home. Uh, <laughs> didn't see Jack or Annika there. That they're the um, they're they're both on the on the selection committee, I guess. Hmm. It's gonna make a lot of jokes with that. Yeah. But um, you guys want to talk about Monahan's presser? I well, I would was, just, sorry, okay. to, to button that up, go watch Tiger's speech. If you haven't already, I know it's kind of, you know, pretty, like, again, weirdly low-key for the greatest player of all time going into the Hall of Fame. It was, you know, it was not quite a, uh, you know, I consider myself the luckiest man in the world type moment. It was, uh, it was very, very, very muted, it seemed, the reaction. But the intro from Sam was was really cool. It's cool to see her as, like, a, you know, not grown up, but like a, you know, you always picture her as like a three-year-old kid. So it's, yeah. it's fun to see her growing into like a, a you know, person. She and made then, some jokes about. Uh, well, and then that was the biggest thing is like, I, I don't want to dwell too much on this. However, <laughs> she alluded to the fact that, quote, my dad went to Comic-Con dressed as Batman, <laughs> which is one of the most unbelievable fucking things I've ever heard in my life. And I don't know if you guys felt similarly. I don't know if that derailed you for much of the day today like it did for me. Uh, but that was that was wild. Do you think that's true? Do no. You, really? How? Well, well obviously, well, he learned, told her that. It goes back to our podcast yeah, when podcast. you asked yeah, him. Exactly. You said, hey, like, what's something people don't know about you? And he replies. Oh, that's no, not, no, no, no. That's no, not I, what he I asked him, what's an, that under, been a great answer. what's an underrated skill you have? He's like, really? trying to get it like chipping. Like, yeah. people don't realize, like, like I'm, I'm a really so good, good chipper. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really into comics, and uh, 
he said that he had a paper route as a kid and like would you save up money to go like buy comics and like somebody sent like a dm that was like hey like i knew tiger's a kid like did not have a paper route. Didn't <laughs> never happen. Like find any book, article, anything that mentions him having a paper route doesn't exist. Didn't maybe yeah. Route. Maybe he was delivering the Financial Times in a different neighborhood. That's or possible. That's possible. Uh, and Can then, I get something uh, off my chest, please? please. Uh, sorry. These 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 tweets and shit that I see on my timeline that are like, you know. It started with Charlie Woods is going to be, you know, a 40 time tour winner. And I just can't take it. I can't take people, you know, doing these. You've been fired about up about Tiger's this all day. Kids. I know it bugs me. It bugs me. I hate it. Randy, Char- Randy hates Charlie Woods. You heard it here first. Doesn't have it. Doesn't have what it takes. Charlie's got that grow. <laughs> he looks like a, like a mega church pastor or something. He's got the three piece suit on. I'm so in. The hair is so good. Randy, I'm I'm uh, I'm with you, but I I hope you would open your heart to enjoying how cool things like the father son were. I, I get that. The, I don't want you focused too much on the pessimism. You know what I mean? Allow yourself some upside. Come on, and, and you got to ignore the the content industrial complex that we're that we're living in here. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to it, say. Of course, the father son was really cool. Did you watch any of it? Yeah. I did yeah. not. Yeah, I, I, I put the father son on on par with like the drive chip and putt. I mean, ordinarily, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's when like tough. the greatest player in the world has just driven his car off a cliff, and you don't know if he's going to have two legs anymore, and then he comes back and he's like striping drives with his kid, who's like mimicking every one of his movements. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I'm not sure. Out on a limb, but I'm going to join you out on that limb. Pretty cool. I'm not sure enough was made of of Tiger and Charlie walking in. Tiger had the backwards. He's walking into the global home across the moat. Exactly. All the archers. All the archers are standing down, (laughs) (laughs) saluting. They put the gate down for. They, 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 they put the drawbridge down for for the cat. He had the backwards hat on, sunglasses. He didn't have a sleeve on his on his leg. Hark! Hark! Hear this! Hear this! Um, I just I, I get a little bummed out when uh, when kids of generational goats like try to follow in their parents' footsteps. Of course, and, and I understand why they do it, but it's just man, that's that's a that's going to be a tough, in all likelihood, disappointing disappointing road to walk. I thought that I guess it's yeah. it's hard for me not to just be a little bummed out by it all. Which I would say like not a great comment to make in the in the speeches last night. Fincham, who like I. I typically ride pretty hard for i mean like working at the tour i was saying, telling you like he'd, he'd get up at the like all employee meetings and i mean he's just like legitimately really really funny and would, would just be a great speaker and everything he, when he got up there yesterday and was doing the like yeah we did all this research about whether tiger was the most famous person on earth and it came back that he was and the only person i'm seeing that could possibly follow in his footsteps is charlie and saying that to like a whatever he is 12 year old kid 13 year old kid is like, ah, don't, don't say that shit. What are you doing, man? Yeah. It's just, that was not, that was not good. And like, I don't take it away. I don't really mind. Like I'm fine shitting all over Finchin because it's not like he's an octogenarian. He's like 74, right? No, of course. Yeah. Like he's not, you know, but, um, I thought it was interesting. Tiger had a, a, like, like a lot of anecdotes about how he got started playing golf. Right. And, uh, he wasn't old enough to go play at the course, like at the Navy course. So he would go play his other course. They gave him you know, range balls or whatever. And then his mom would give him three quarters and, and two of them were for a hot dog. And the other one was for him to use the payphone to call her when he wanted to come home. 
And then he started coming back with more and more and more quarters. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, Earl was like, like, Hey, like, where are you getting these quarters? Don't, don't puff for quarters. And he's like, I'm putting for quarters. He's like, don't puff for quarters. So then he's like, so then he comes back a couple weeks puff later dollars. with a bunch of cash. <laughs> and he's putting for dollars. And then, so then, you know, a couple weeks later, he comes back with even more cash. And he's like, I told you like, stop putting for dollars. And he's like, I wasn't, I was playing a skins game. <laughs> So there's a bunch of good anecdotes. Yeah. It was, and it, I mean, again, it's been, you know, 30 years now that he's, he's been in like the limelight and has been that most famous person on earth and just seeing him get choked up, like talking about his mom. I mean, it's just, it was, it was cool that it meant so much to him. I wish it like meant more to other people, I guess is what I'm, what I'm getting I think at. It meant, I think it meant a lot to, I, I, I think it meant a lot to people. I mean, Ooh. I saw more about the Hall of Fame this year than I ever have. Sure. But that's all. Like, did you see so more about it. the father that's son, the, or did you see more about the Hall of Fame? So that's the peak, though. The, it's only yeah, down from exactly. here. Like, if if that's the level of excitement for Tiger, then like, then what what can we really get excited yeah, yeah. for? Well, sure, so. but that's I like I go back to like people don't really care about the Hall of Fame. Like, like I said. the bars, the you know, debating it in the bar is fun, but yeah. Um, Monahan on Tuesday spoke to media. I don't know if we need to necessarily uh, you know read through quotes or or go anything like that, I, but any impressions? I do have to say from the Hall of Fame thing last night. Monahan needs to pull his tie up, straight up. Like just, just pull your tie up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You look in the look from down a, the barrel. Let from, him know. From a sartorial perspective, <laughs> his tie was was down. His jacket was loose. Uh, you know, I know Randy. You 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 caught some flack. TC's been reading Shackleford's newsletter, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have. I love it. It's like the eighth the, take for the newsletter. The quadrilateral. It, it gets me fired up every morning. Um, <laughs> No, I, but I think, you know, and I've been in a sartorial mood because you know, we had to wear tuxes for Neil's wedding and I had to mm. go buy one or whatever. But um, I thought I thought Jay did look sharp for his presser, though. I'm glad to hear that. Um, what, are you, what are you guys' impressions? He, he, so he comes out firing, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he comes out with, you know, the PGA Tour is moving on. We have too much momentum and too much to accomplish to be consistently distracted by rumors of other golf leagues and their attempts to disrupt our players, our partners, and most importantly, our fans from enjoying the tour and the game we all love so much. Uh, thoughts on the overall tone? We're focused on legacy, not leverage. He got that, that he gets one to that Phil. one. Yeah, that was a re- rehearsed line in the in the global home, I'm sure. But that's I found not, it very funny that the very first question was, "Yeah, yeah, yeah Jay, that's fine." Greg Norman and Live Golf Investments, blah blah blah, yeah. said that you know he basically the, the first question was challenging him on like you're very confident in your legal stance here, like why is that and. It, I, I feel like when I was watching it, I'm like watching a guy that like has been very clearly told by lawyers, like, don't, don't say something stupid here, yet have to give some kind of answer to you it. you got to project and, strength without being specific. Yes. Right? And, uh, you know, it kind of refers to the rules and regulations written by the players for the players. They've been in existence for 50 years. For us, by us. Which, <laughs> which I think is like, hey, yeah, like we know what the rules are. People are saying the rules are anti-competitive. Like that's kind of the deal here. But uh, I felt like a lot of the, he was able to evade a lot of questions pretty successfully. I thought that were pretty difficult to answer. So I know I've said this before. I, I hate, I'm not throwing shots. I hate throwing shots because we, we are not in press conferences and I'm, I'm well aware that we're not showing up and asking these questions, but it's amazing the difference between asking a, a, 400 word 16 part question and just like putting it point blank to somebody like the difference of of what the what the person has to answer right yes and i think it was uh i forget if it was doug ferguson or mark canazaro or one of those people who finally just asked like if phil was able to 
like if Phil wanted to play this week, would he have been welcome or not? That's where you like start to see the wheels the, are turning. The wheels turn and like, oh my gosh, I can't just like blatantly lie. And so would would encourage more just like direct questions. Well, and that was where he kind of got not caught, but it was, you know, he, he referred to it as we don't discuss disciplinary matters. Right. And so I have his Phil quotes. He's asked, Jay, have you spoken to Phil since all this came out? And when he does return, does he need to do something first? Does he need to speak to you or can he just show up at a tournament and tee it up again? He says, I have not, that's again, multiple questions. And there's basically asking, is he suspended? But you know, have you talked, uh, you know, you know, does he need to speak to you? And he says, I, I have not talked to Phil since he made his comments and since he said that he was stepping away. Like I said, I think the ball is in his court. I would welcome a phone call from him, but it's hard for me to talk about different scenarios that could play out. Another question says, you said earlier you wanted to have a conversation with Phil. <laughs> yeah, I remember regretting my feet on Phil's couch. <laughs> when he was ready to return, is there any chance that part of that conversation will be you asking him to stay away longer? Listen, I'm not going to comment. We don't comment on disciplinary matters, and Phil has asked for some time to step away, and I'm not going to comment any further on that. But that's not questions are going to come regarding Phil. It doesn't seem very clear. It sounds like the way you're speaking as to is if he is suspended because you're saying the ball is in his court and he needs to reach out to you before he moves on. Obviously, I know he said in his statement that he was taking some time away. Had he wanted to play here this week, would he have been welcome? Answer. He stepped away on his own accord after, and, after like a 30 second pause. It was a it was a big pause. He stepped away on his own accord, and he's asked for time. He's been given that time. We don't comment on disciplinary matters, potential matters, or actual matters, but every player is accountable for their actions out here. That was the th- – it took four or five times asking it, but it seems like – It boiled it down a Randy, direct question. Is Phil suspended? Uh, I think so. And what kind of Mickey Mouse league won't, it won't comment on disciplinary matters? Well, that's, that's bad. That's so BS. I was thinking about that more today, and I know that that comes from kind of the Fincham school of like, Everybody's if our guys look like they're constantly getting suspended or they're constantly smoking weed or they're constantly doing this, like, I don't know, we might risk some of these financial relationships we have. That just doesn't seem like the case anymore. Well, which now, is why, it, now it seems like they're, they're creating undue risk yeah. with – Regards to gambling and and like even as far as like rules infractions, right? It well, was, it's cool to see guys like like Rory or Cantlay or whomever you know has kind of been in the press room this week talking about more transparency and more, you know, hey, we're totally open to doing more of this stuff because, uh, like, uh, I don't know, it's pretty easy if you're Rory or Cantlay or one of those guys to be like, yeah, I, I really don't think I'm going to get suspended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm totally cool if you want to start disclosing these because, like, I don't, I really don't see myself in that boat. I think also one of the things that stuck out to me about Monaghan's presser was when he said, hey, like, I operate as if somebody's taking my lunch every day. And, you know, like, kind of like, hey, like, I'm, I know people are coming at me. Kind of from the everyone's a threat school. Yeah, yeah that's just, right. You know, like, punching out of the corner kind of thing. And at some point, like, you got to – I feel like they're they're at a point – or it seemed like a victory lap a little bit, right? Where I don't Which think – Which I think is fair and somewhat warranted. seems like he's parried the Saudis away, but, I like, I don't – I think this is the first wave of a few waves until there is more substantive change. Um, but also, like, you run a membership organization with a bunch – with a couple hundred stakeholders, right? And it's, it's tough to operate where you, you – like you think everybody's taking your lunch every day, but also like you have to be accountable to these guys and listen to them with an open mind and everything like that. And, but then when you're treating everybody like a threat, you don't even among your own ranks, you don't know who's coming at you, who's a threat, who's not like, how are you supposed to represent these guys and have that mentality? 
I think it comes down to for him, his job is to unify. Like I, you know, guys can come to him with like, "Yeah, do this," or I'm going to another league and be like, "Okay, I need to act in the best interest of this whole thing as yeah. a group, right?" Like we need. I, it's not in my best interest, your best in, or you know, the tour's best interest, this player's interest. If you go and make this way harder on everyone else, so it's viewed. It is. It's kind of. It is. It seems defensive a bit, but it's also like his job is to keep all of these top players together. Like that is number one goal. Like that's what makes the TV deal worth what it is, and it can fall apart. It has qualifiers in it, from what we have gathered. Of you know, if if this tour breaks up and goes very fractured way, that there are opt outs of some kind involved in it, and like with, he's with doing, uh, strength of field and and yeah. doing everything he can in his power to protect that is. I think where he's coming from on that, I think he's like kind of came off of like, yeah, someone trying to eat my lunch. Kind of felt a little. It was hockey, Jay. It looked a little personal, like a little bit like I'm this. I don't think he meant it this way, but it came off as like I'm the one fighting this fight here. When in reality, he did such a good job of making sure he's talking about like what his job is, which is representing his players. Yeah, no, and I like I don't envy the guy, and I think he's. I think overall, like it's you know the last two years for a lot of leaders but especially for him i've been hellish right like i mean he's had all manner of attacks on his organization his character you know all sorts of stuff but also like you know like, like god the guy's just got to be exhausted yeah. that's what i was gonna say I'm, I'm not making light of this situation at all but get, like everything we've just said for the last five minutes and then getting a question about like Russia and Ukraine, you got to be like, dude, come, come on, on. <laughs> yeah. come on, man. <laughs> like, I, I, I yeah. can't, I, I, there's not a lot I could do about that right now. I do think at some point, like, like the tour, just cut bait with China, right? Like, otherwise, it's going to keep coming up yep. and there's going to be the whataboutism stuff. And, and, you know, it's like, if you haven't had that event in two years and it seems like, all right, it's like, like everything's been okay. Yeah. Like, you, you know, if you haven't missed anything from it, right? Um, you know, and then you got me like sitting here on, Twitter or YouTube or whoever we're broadcasting this, like shitting on like pulling up your tie. <laughs> like, yeah, that was a cheap shot. But, 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 but also like you're the, you're the leader of a multi-billion dollar organization. Like you need to pull up your tie. Thank you, uh, thank he, you for he, that. He, yeah. he, gets, he gets paid a lot. I, I, yeah, yeah, of course. You know, that was that was a I was, little bit of me is like, yeah, well, that's what the money's for too. Dude, I was walking with Cantley two years ago at the play, at the players, just like you know, we're just shooting the shit, and I was like, man, it was right when the the PGL threat was coming about. I was like, man, Jay's job, you know, with the COVID was starting to you know come about, like decision making. I was like, man, Jay's job got a lot harder. He goes, eh. That's what the money's for, <laughs> and even so even the residual money, like Fincham has still been making eight eight hundred nine hundred thousand dollars a year for eight, the last eight seventeen, eight seventeen five hundred one c six right uh, for the last you know however many years four or five years since he's he stepped down, and uh, you know I mean he's you know he's, you've got a nice golden parachute there as well, um, but yeah and like I I, I don't know I'll just wanna, say like I don't think these problems aren't going away they're just gonna get they're actually going to get more and more concerted and there's going to be a little bit more clarity. Like when the Saudis push the issue with this, it's going to give, there's going to be a battle. There's going to be a legal battle and then that's going to be taken care of. And there's going to be clarity one way or another. And then the PGL or whoever it is after them will operate as if like with that clarity and go all in on one direction or another. And because I think that's the big hammer that the tour wields is we can ban you, right? And as soon as, if that ever evaporates, like, that's all their leverage. That's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of open season. Watch this space. There's a lot more to, uh, to, to uh, 
the people out there that think it's dead, please continue that. We're going to continue to talk about it because there's going to be some news coming somewhere down the pike. I promise you that this is not over. So, Surely you jest, Sally. <laughs> Anything else? Cody, we get most of the questions in uh, from people. I know they've been they've been firing them. We, we have had a lot to talk about. Deej, you had some things on the, on the Cantlay presser. Uh, I just think it's a little bit of what you guys were talking about and a little bit of what I was saying about the uh, – the transparency stuff. I just, I think it's very interesting to watch Cantlay. It seems like a, another watch this space moment. He seems like a guy who is clearly, I won't say like his tone has shifted, but like, I know everybody kind of fell in love with like press conference Cantlay last year. And he just kind of seems like he's interested in a lot of the, uh, a lot of the business stuff going on. The machinations know? of the tour. Yeah. I, I, he seems very smart. First of all, I'm sure he's got a lot of good people in his ear. He feels right in that camp of like I'm this is all pure like, you know, projection or conjecture for my part, but he's kind of right in that camp of like he's probably not really in the pip, but he's clearly like one of the best players and I, I don't know. He it was interesting reading between the lines a little bit on like his presser and how, you know, he doesn't necessarily feel like the players have ownership of the tour. He doesn't really feel like a, a stakeholder, shareholder, any of those things and uh, I don't know. I'm just interested to see, you know, kind of follow him as he gets maybe asked a little bit more about this stuff. I, I, I'm just going to go out on a limb with this one. Um, I think he's handsomely paid for his golf performance, $15 million. I, Of course, but he still had to, like, you know, he still had to. It's kind of a crapshoot of whether you win the FedEx Cup or not. And right. He did. I'm, but I'm, and I'm saying, like, if he's upset about the pip, like, I'm very fine. Like, what is the non-Tiger Phil, the most somebody got was $3.5 million. No, and of, he course, got, and of course, of course. I'm not debating you. Yeah. I'm just saying for him, like, I, you're fine. Like, yeah. you're not necessarily putting butts in the seats necessarily, and you're handsomely rewarded sure. for your golf skill. Sure. So he he see he he's number two on my power list of guys I go have a couple beers with. Yeah, just, would just love to, to pick talk. his brain. Yes, it's exactly yeah. right. Randy, yeah. you're I just trying to get Rory, in with Marcus, then Cantlay. Marcus yeah. by Goldman Sachs. You're just trying to get in there. <laughs> talk to David Solomon and the boys. Exactly. Could be uh, could be prime buying season here in a little bit. Cody, anything we're missing before we sign off? I think we're doing pretty good. This was a great one. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in on YouTube or on Twitter, wherever you're watching this, or if you're listening on the podcast feed, either tonight or the next day. We'll be back doing these every night after each day finishes, even including if that's Monday, we will be here uh, to cover one of the best events in golf. This has been – I'm excited. We have a lot of good golf in front of What's us. What's y'all's plan tomorrow? You guys – Gonna go over. Gonna- I'm gonna check the weather forecast. I, I had a blast going out with you this morning, Cody. It's great to get out and just walk around. Uh, would love to run that back. So. Yeah, I think that's what we're gonna do. I'm taking very Fre- much. I'm taking Freddie tomorrow. Yes, yeah. yeah. would love to get out. Maybe watch Maxwell yeah. uh, wield the silver hammer out there, and and we'll you know see what he's got and just kind of linger around. It's 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 great. I'm supposed to go with my neighbors tomorrow. I hope the weather cooperates. Yeah. I'm looking forward love to it. it. So. Um, All right, thank you everyone for tuning in, and we will see you back here tomorrow after TC says... Bring that smoker tomorrow. Bring the smoker tomorrow. (laughs) I will bring the smoker tomorrow. We'll smoke it live on the show tomorrow. You got my word right here. Good night, everyone. Cheers. See ya. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! Expect.